Hey there, I'm Ashley, and I'm a proud mama of two beautiful kiddos, a wife, a health and wellness coach, and a middle and high school shop teacher. Hi, I'm Roberta, mama, wife, educator. I am an entrepreneur and homeschool mom navigating the work-family-social-life balance. Together, we will discuss various topics near and dear to our hearts, like routines, health, habits, self-care, and so much more. We think that living a healthy lifestyle is for every member in the family, from young children to adults. Everyone in the household will benefit from the Teacher Mamas podcast. If you're ready to learn some helpful tips for the whole family, let's do this thing. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, A little housekeeping before we get started. If you are not already following the podcast, go hit that follow or subscribe button. Also, um, don't forget to come follow Roberta and I on Instagram and the Teacher Mamas podcast on Instagram. So my handle is at Ashes, the number two, Fitrition. And Roberta is teacher underscore mama underscore Roberta. Hey, everybody. We are really excited about the next couple episodes here, actually the next six episodes, because we're going to do a deep dive into each of the six savers and talk more in depth about what that looks like and why they are an important part of your morning or day. So we're going to dive in today and start off with silence. Yes. Okay. So um, the first S in savers is silence. And I am, I'm working on this right now. So I was just, I just got done telling Roberto, like, isn't it funny that this was my topic for the week? Because I am really needing this this week. Do you wake up because you have to or because you want to? Are your kids and your husband demanding things from you before you even have a chance to get out of bed? Or is your pesky alarm telling you it's time for work again? Do you wake up in the morning full of crazy, chaotic, rushed, and hectic stress? Or do you wake up in the morning slow, lazy, lethargic, I'll tell you guys, my mornings used to be kind of a mix of the two of these. Uh, I was tired, aren't we all? Um, But I would stay in that tired and milk it for all it was worth, which led me to being slow, which led me to uh, the crazy morning with the kids trying to rush out the door. I was always forgetting things, having to run back into the house multiple times, causing us to be late and stressed out every single freaking morning. Does this sound familiar, you guys? Mm -hmm. You better believe (laughs) that stress was then being transferred on to Sadie, where she would then take it into school with her. This is a vicious cycle, and it happened over and over and over every day. We live... You guys, we live in this crazy world right now where there is constant noise, constant social media, the news, instant access to movies, TV shows, podcasts, and music, all with the touch of a finger on our phones in the palm of our hands. This stuff is not bad in moderation. So I'm like, don't 
don't think that I'm just saying like, oh my gosh, don't ever be on this stuff ever. Um, even though like I never watch the news because it makes me crazy. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I do like social media. It can be used for good. I do like watching movies and TV shows once in a while, as long as it's not taking over my entire life. I love listening to podcasts um, and music sometimes when I'm in that mood where I need something else aside from a podcast to bring my mood up. But all this stuff needs to be taken in in moderation, and we need to make time or silence. The problem with all this stuff is that we've become so addicted to it that honestly, we don't even realize when it's starting to take over our brains. We need quiet from all this noise going on around us so we can tell what thoughts are our own and what thoughts are being placed there by society and others around us. We need to figure out what thoughts align with our values and beliefs and which ones are causing us stress because they're actually going against them. This is so important because, like I said, we have this constant noise going on around us all the time. And mm -hmm. if we don't ever make time for silence to sit in our own thoughts, we don't even know which thoughts are ours and which thoughts are somebody else's. We don't know if those thoughts even align with what we believe. So silence is now, I want to say now more than ever, so freaking important. Mm -hmm. I agree. All right. So you might be saying, well, I mean, I kind of have a general idea of what my values are, but I've never really sat down to like actually think about it. Well, hey. <laughs> Like we're talking about silence, right? Like this would be a great time to sit down and figure that out. Maybe get some like keywords in front of you and just kind of like sit there and think about it or journal about it or, you know, whatever. This isn't a podcast episode about that, but I think that's super important um, so that when you are sitting in silence, you can kind of figure out if that stuff coming into your head is you or a higher power or if it's something or somebody else that doesn't align with you or that higher power. Right. So is it something you've just all, it's always been like, mm -hmm. it's what you've seen your family do. It's what you've seen your grandparents, your aunts, your uncles, because it's just what's kind of happening. I'm glad you brought, brought that up because even uh, thoughts from your past that maybe aren't even yours you just think mm -hmm. that they're yours because they're something that you've been told your whole life from a teacher or from your parents or your grandparents right. there's so many limiting beliefs out there that can hold you back because it's just something that you grew up with right so and I think I'm a really, really good, glad that you mentioned that yeah I think a really good visual for that is you know I think we all probably have these memories of ourselves as kids but then you start to think, okay, is this actually my memory or am I just remembering the picture from the event? Mm -hmm. Am I just remembering the stories surrounding the event or is the memory that I'm thinking of actually mine? Um, and that's kind of how I can think about these limiting beliefs and, and just our, our beliefs and values in general. Are they mine or are they a picture of what society says 
my values and beliefs should be. Okay, so yes, absolutely. Um, and so we're just going to kind of talk about different kinds of silence to start out. So there's kind of two types. There's guided and there's non-guided. Pretty simple, right? I'm not going to get into them too much because we've already kind of given lots of recommendations like app recommendations for the guided types and we will link those in the um, show notes and I I also want to say that I don't think that either one is better than the other you depending on what mindset you're in maybe your thoughts are just super racing that day and you're like there's no way I can do a non-guided meditation or purposeful silence activity without it being guided. So then maybe you want to switch over to a guided meditation. There are some days where you may be super calm and you're like, yeah, I can do this on my own. Um, But like I said, we'll link those episodes in the show notes so that you can go back and listen to those episodes if you haven't yet. So ways to incorporate purposeful silence aside from straight up being still and quiet. I think that's kind of obvious one. Uh, Prayer. I was on a call with my friends we were doing a bible study this last year and I just kind of confessed I was like you know I know I need to pray more but I'm in this sticky situation where I don't even know how to pray <laughs> like how sad is that like I am a I was you know raised in the catholic church and I'm like I don't even know what to do so mm-hmm. my friend was like well hey here's this acts so a c t s and it kind of like gets you going on the right path of how to actually pray to god in a purposeful way basically it stands for adoration confession thanksgiving and supplication so if you're feeling like you're in a sticky spot and you don't really know how to get out of it how to start praying more that would be a really good one for you to just google uh, and get you going on in the right direction so i i do this a lot in my in my silent meditation. I also use a prayer journal. So that's a good one uh, to get you going in the right direction as well. There's like prayer prompts and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Another purposeful silent activity would be reflection and gratitude. I like to incorporate this sometimes in the morning, but usually at night, like after I've gone through my day and I, again, I need to get better at it. I need to do this more. Uh, So think about your day and all your accomplishments. You could even write this down. So this could be part of your scribing. What happens when we get to the end of our day and we have this long to-do list, we tend to focus on the things on the to-do list that we did not get done or the negative parts of our day, right? But when we do that, all we're doing is we're putting ourselves in this state of negativity even more. So in order to bring more positivity and abundance into your life, focus on the positive things that happened. Focus on the things that you did get done on your to-do list, because that's really going to help you go to bed with a more peaceful mind, also waking up with a more peaceful mind. And if you're practicing gratitude in the morning, It helps you throughout the day as well. Look at more positive things to bring into your life instead of focusing on the negative things that happen during the day. And then the last one I have listed is um, deep breathing. (laughs) So I actually 
use this right before we started recording because I was just telling Roberta that I have just had a crazy week and a crazy weekend and before we start recording I need to take a few deep breaths and put myself in a in a good state of mind so uh, I also try using this with my kids so funny funny story um they really freaking hate it and I don't know why <laughs> so but your, your I student cannot... kids or your kids kids nope my kids kids okay <laughs> and Colton I don't know. And you have witnessed this too, when you've been over, like you and Izzy have even tried to calm Sadie down. Like I remember a couple different times when she was in her full freak out mode and she wouldn't even listen to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they hate it. Like they even hate it when I, like, if I'm trying to calm them down and I'm, I can tell I'm getting worked up and I'm like, okay, if I don't take some deep breaths here pretty soon, I'm going to start to freak out. Uh, yeah. so I will even take some deep breaths and they'll get mad about that. I don't, I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but they hate it. <laughs> so what I started actually doing is a friend suggested pinwheels. Okay. So you can try and get them to deep breathe using pinwheels. And also I have found they don't like that because it gets them more frustrated because they can't get it in the right spot to actually make it work. But <laughs> If you have kids that don't freak out as much as mine, maybe it'll work. Uh, (laughs) Bubbles. Sometimes they need me to help them hold the wand perfectly so that the bubbles will actually blow. But bubbles really help because it makes them take that deep breath to blow the bubbles. And then also, so I try using it in my classroom as well. When my classes, sometimes, you know, middle schoolers especially can get really noisy in order to get myself into a calm, relaxed state before I start teaching or whatever, or to cal- after calming them down, I will need to start doing a couple of deep breaths. Sometimes I do it on my own. Sometimes I bring them into if I'm like, oh my gosh, they are just way too hyped up right now. I'm like, okay, you guys, we are going to take a reset. And sometimes I might even ask them to put their heads down if they feel uncomfortable doing it in front of their classmates or whatever. But just taking that little deep breath reset, it's amazing how much it can uh, calm the whole classroom down. What is so stinking good about meditation and purposeful silence? Because kind of the whole point of this episode is to give you guys, we had some people asking, well, like, what is, what are the benefits of doing these savers? So I'm actually going to read you a quote straight from the Miracle Morning book where the savers come from. Uh, It's on page 55, if you guys have the book, and it's about midway through the page. Study after study shows that meditation can be more effective than medication. This is is crazy, you guys. Meditation can be more effective than medication. Studies link regular meditation to improvements in metabolism, blood pressure, brain activity, and other bodily functions. It can alleviate stress and pain, promote sleep, enhance focus and concentration, and even increase lifespan. Meditation also requires very little time. You can take advantage of the benefits of meditation in just a few minutes a day. All those benefits, you guys, 
all of those benefits just from a few minutes a day of meditation or purposeful silence, whatever you want to call it. It's crazy to me that just that practice over time, right? Because we, Mm -hmm. we talk about this, you can't just do it one or two times and think that you're going to be stress-free. It doesn't work that way. (laughs) You have to put the time in over many, many days. And like I said, this is something that I'm even working on right now. And it might even seem like, or feel silly at first, if it's not Mm -hmm. something you've done before. So kind of getting into those a little bit more, I'm not going to talk about every single one of those, but just a few that really stood out to me. Uh, So lowering your blood pressure. Why is that so important? Okay, so high blood pressure puts you at extra risk of heart disease and stroke. This is crazy that meditation can lower your blood pressure and take that, that extra risk out of heart disease. I'm not saying that if you meditate, you're not going to have a heart disease or stroke, but it puts you at a lower risk of it. Um, so high blood pressure can also cause damage to your blood vessels and your organs like your brain, your heart, your eyes, and your kidney. Um, also it's funny because high blood pressure is not usually something that it's just like, Oh, it's there. It's usually something that is happening over a course of many years. And so your symptoms don't always develop right away. So doing this can prevent that from happening over that long time period. Um, so just from a few minutes a day, you guys, Also, improving concentration and focus. I know I have a hard time with this sometimes, and it's not with every single activity either. Maybe there's something that is just super triggering for you, and that extra concentration and focus for that one activity might be where you want to slip that few minutes of meditation and silence in. Just sitting in silence for that five to 10 minutes a day over a period of time can really help with that. It can also help calm your racing thoughts and insomnia. So sleeping, how many of you have trouble sleeping? How many of you have trouble with thoughts racing through your brain 24 seven? I was just telling Roberta this week because it was homecoming week. And I think just because of all the stimulation and everything happening at school and all that stuff, um, my thoughts have just been like all over the place in my brain, all over. I've been sleeping okay, but racing thoughts has definitely been just crazy this week. And I can tell that I have not been getting the amount of silence in that I need every day. So that is a big cue. Like if you, for me, if my thoughts are just going crazy, um, also I kind of start to get this feeling of, uh, my heart rate increasing. This might be like Mm -hmm. my blood pressure raising. Uh, For me, this is kind of my telltale sign that I need to like take a chill pill. And (laughs) this has been happening this week and this weekend because I just, I haven't had that downtime that I need. You know, because I know you and I think about homecoming last year, I don't think you would have been able to say that. You you just said that you were, you were, that you were having trouble sleeping, that insomnia piece. But since incorporating like silence more into it, yeah, it just struck me that you said that you've been sleeping fine, even though, yes, you're still having those racing thoughts, like insomnia yeah. hasn't been a problem this week. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So actually, when you started talking about that, what I thought you were talking about was two years ago, I actually homecoming week on Friday during our pet fest. Um, my and this hasn't happened to me since then, but my heart mm-hmm. sometimes jumps out of rhythm and then it starts racing. Um, we have lots of heart issues in my family. This was the worst one I've ever had. It was it usually comes down on its own and I'm fine but I ended up going to the clinic and they didn't have the means to help me there so then I had to get taken by ambulance to a hospital in the middle of school day and I like that that thought came racing back to me this year and so it's Mm -hmm. just it's crazy how all that stimulation and activity if we don't make time for silence in our life like it can just like progressively get worse even throughout the week (laughs) so just a, just a big, like, aha moment for me, even this week, like just thinking back two years ago when that happened and how I'm kind of feeling that way again. And, oh, Hey, maybe when you know, this stuff is going to happen, Ashley, you need to take a few (laughs) extra minutes out of your day for some added silence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it can really help uh, calm those thoughts. You know, I think of, and I don't have ADD or ADHD that I know of that I have been diagnosed with, but I think of people with racing thoughts like that. And there are ways to sit in silence and try and get those thoughts to calm down. And Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that when you tell yourself to sit in silence, that it's actually going to happen and you're never going to have these racing thoughts. No, you're probably going to continue to have thoughts coming in your head when you're trying to sit in silence but you just continually get better at having them come through and then releasing them, having them come through and then releasing them. Not saying that it's going to like solve your racing thoughts problem and that it's not going to happen when you're trying to be silent, but Mm -hmm. you do get better at it. Um, And then also when we quiet those thoughts, we have more time for creativity. When we have more time for creativity, we bring more joy and fulfillment to our lives. So, you know, if you are finding yourself in a state of just like, blah, maybe you need some more creativity in your life. So calming your brain down right before bed and doing some guided meditations can really help. I say guided because if your brain is racing before bed, you're probably, if you're new to it, you're probably not going to be able to silently yourself do Mm -hmm. a guide, a meditation to help you calm down. Yeah. I think one tip there is find a meditation that you, a guided meditation that you like, that you like the the way that it's guided. And eventually Mm -hmm. you'll start to memorize it. And eventually you'll be able to do it on your own without that audio, which is of course where we want to eventually get to, because we don't necessarily want technology right next to our beds. But Um, I know that's worked for me. I found one that I really liked on Headspace and I've gotten to the point now where I don't need that guided because Mm -hmm. I've got the whole thing in my head and I'm able to um, kind of recite it for myself, often falling asleep before it's done. (laughs) So two more here that I have, um, lower cortisol levels. So for those of you that don't know, cortisol is that stress hormone. Um, and when it, when that stress hormone is too high for too long, it can start causing many, many issues, uh, too much stress can cause weight gain. So if you are holding on to weight, 
but you feel like you're doing all the things you're working out, you're eating nutritious meals, but you're still holding on to weight. This could be part of it. Maybe you have too much stress. Maybe you're not getting enough sleep. Um, there are of course, tons of other things that could be causing weight gain or holding on to weight, but this is one of them. Uh, too high of stress levels can cause diabetes, heart disease, mood irregularities. Gosh, I don't know what that is this last week. <laughs> Low energy levels. Um, and then two that we've already talked about, insomnia and high blood pressure. So, you know, not only do you, you could have low or high blood pressure and insomnia, your stress levels could be causing those things. All right. And then the last one, it also helps with mindfulness. So I'm going to go back to Friday again, my mindset, you guys, at the end of the day, I just, I had had enough. I was, I was not in a good mood. Um, and then moving from that good mood, right. When the bell rang to another activity, right after school, I helped with, uh, organizing some homecoming activities at the football field. So going from that bad mood to straight up to another activity, getting my kids off the bus and then going straight to the football field. I didn't leave any time for myself to decompress and calm down. So I went from being in a bad mood to taking that bad mood to the next activity. And I was just off the entire rest of the night. I did have time yesterday morning to kind of decompress a little bit. And that did help a lot throughout the day yesterday. But then I woke up this morning again and put myself right in that spot where I didn't give myself the time and I just started doing stuff again. So just because you know to do this stuff doesn't mean that you're going to do it all the time. You have to put it into practice. And you guys, this is why this podcast has been so good for us because we're not coming at you with like, Hey, we got this thing all figured out and we're hundred percent perfect at it. Uh, mm -hmm. Clearly, if you've been listening to this episode, you can tell that we don't have it all figured out, right. but doing like all this research and, and actually like do it, like going through it again, because we both read the book, what a year and a half ago now. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, yep. You, you do this stuff for a while and then eh, you might start to get off track a little bit, but then kind of coming back to it again and, and refocusing on it really helps. So if you've read a book or you've listened to a podcast in the past and you really like it, maybe you should go back and read it again or listen to the podcast again, because you may pull new information out of it that is going to help you in the current mindset that you're in now. Absolutely. The other piece I, I keep thinking about as we talk about silence and, and as we'll talk about some other things, um, the, the upcoming weeks here, we live in such a, a world where we value stress. We value being busy mm -hmm. and we kind of expect that as a response. Oh, how are you? I'm really busy. I'm really stressed. I have a lot going on. And, and then that's kind of commemorated and valued. And, and I don't think that's ever what was intended 
but it's what's happened. So it goes back to what, what Ashley was talking about at the beginning about understanding what our values and beliefs are. If we value being busy, if we value that, then we're also kind of valuing feeling stressed. And of course, that's not where I can imagine anyone wants to wants to park and stay. So mm-hmm. it's really thinking about, well, go against go against the grain. Like you don't need to be constantly busy. You don't need to be stressed um, to fit in or whatever it might be. And just even that awareness of that's kind of the the norm doesn't mean it should be. Yes. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. Hey, one last thing before we go, Roberta and I wanted to get our podcast out there to more listeners and we need your help to do that. So what we're asking is that you take a picture of the episode that you're listening to, a screenshot or a quick 15 second video and share it to your stories on Facebook or Instagram and tag us at our handles. Our handles are listed in the show notes. The trick is you've got to tag us so we see that you have it in your stories. So tag Roberta or myself or the Teacher Mamas podcast, our shared account, and a quick little snippet or picture of the episode and your name will be entered into a little Amazon gift card drawing. So excited to see which little nuggets you guys are pulling out from the episode. Tag us by Wednesday at 9 p.m. and we will announce the winner in our Instagram stories. Have a great day. We want to thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to us chat about healthy family living. We would love to hear your thoughts or any ideas you have for future episodes. So feel free to message us at the teacher mamas podcast at gmail.com or the teacher mamas podcast on Instagram. It would also mean so much to us if you would leave a quick rating or review on whatever platform you're listening from. If something really stood out to you today, Don't forget to share it with someone else in your life that might need to hear it too. Spread the word. Please don't forget to share with your online community and tag us. For more positivity and inspiration on how we navigate life and the things we do on a daily basis to stay sane in the crazy, don't forget to go follow each of us on Instagram. Check the show notes for our handles.